All right, so we'll say, so we are, we are in Mirza Hashem, continue in the packet, in the packet, it's page, uh, page three, page three. You'll see also there's an insert in the packet, there's also, I'll say, suggest, it's important to recognize, you know, every single morning, every single morning, we go ahead, we go ahead and we begin our day with the Ramchal. This is our Rebbe, our Rebbe. The good news, a person doesn't just have to have one Rebbe. But what the Ramchal, what our Rebbe does for us every single day, he allows us to become the best version of ourselves. He allows us to engage in self-transcendent behaviors. He teaches us that even if we've been one way our entire lives up until this point, there's the ability to change that if we will it. And the whole, the whole structure of this safer, we see again, Ramordechai mentioned Pinchas Ben Yoyer, Right, Rabbi Ben is models, models again, models the different stages of personalistic growth. And the Ramchal took those stages and incorporated it into the Silas Yisharim. So now when we have the schus to be by the final resting place of our Rebbe, what a schus it is to be able to go ahead and learn a story. You know, say, there's an interesting idea. You might be thinking to yourself, learning Torah in the presence of a kever, there's actually a halacha. There's a halacha that one is not supposed to perform mitzvos within Dalit Amos, within six feet of a kever. The Gemara calls it Loig Larash. Literally, again, it's like flaunting money in front of a pauper. So generally, and that's like even if a person wears their tzitzis out, this was a doctor tzitzis in by a kever, kivri tzaddikim are different. Because the Gemara says that when a person learns the Torah of a tzaddik and gives over that Torah in the name of the tzaddik, sivsosov dovavos bekever. The lips of the tzaddik move in the grave. Whatever, whatever that means, there are many different interpretations as to what that statement means. But what it clearly means is that when you learn the Torah of a tzaddik, you provide his neshama with eternality. So now we're going to learn a little bit of the Rebbe's Torah. And we take the opportunity to say to the neshama of the Ramchal, thank you, Rebbe, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you for everything you've given to us. Thank you for the koach you've given us to believe in ourselves and with that let us continue so we're continuing again on the bottom of page 3 so again for those who are not part of the part of the shir you'll jump right in we're in the middle of Berech of Beis chapter 22 the Midas Ha'anova Midas Ha'anova so the concept of humility so the Mechal writes up no that's the wrong one sorry we did Monday already sorry we are up to Good. Good. Excellent. Page five. Page five. Hachila Kashini. The second part says Ramchal. So remember again, in yesterday's year, we focused on the idea that Ramchal transitioned from speaking about what we'll call actional, another actional humility to cognitive humility. Right? You know, it's humility in thought. And he discussed the idea that in humility of thought, there are many different levels. So we went through the first one yesterday. Now we're going to continue with the second one. Hachila Kashini. The second part of cognitive humility is a willingness to suffer indignations, a willingness to suffer through insults. Now, really what he's referring to over here is a willingness to deal with insults without reacting. See, we know someone says something to you, someone does something to you. The reflex reaction is, I'm going to give it right back and I'm going to give it better. I'm going to give it better. Humility means I don't have to respond. Humility means I don't need to have that reflexive reaction. Humility means I could find the koach to let it go. You see, I will say, what we don't realize is that sometimes that reflexive reaction to respond is gaiva. It's arrogance. 
It's arrogance. I can't believe someone impugned my ego. I can't believe someone degraded my sense of self. So I'm going to lash back out. But a humble person recognizes you can say whatever you want to say. I don't have to respond. And Amchal says, into this idea. The Gemara says, To whom does HaKadosh Baruch Hu go ahead and remove their sin? Lemisha over Apasha. To someone who is over to, willing to overlook iniquity. To a person who is willing to overlook the wrong that was done to them by someone else. Someone who is willing to overlook that. Ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, If you're willing to overlook the wrong that someone else did to you, I'm willing to overlook the wrong that you have done to me. Quotes all this Gemara, the second Gemara from Shabbos, where the Gemara says, Those who are disparaged but do not respond. Literally, they're disparaged but they don't respond. They hear their degradation but they don't respond back. Such people, the Pasuk says, the Oav of those who love HaKadosh Baruch Hu are as radiant as the sun when it rises. Vesipru Megodol Anvuso Shel Baba Bebutra. We had this Gemara. We had this Gemara. Just, just living at the end of the Darim. The Gemara tells us, Baba Bebutra, Baba Bebutra. Vizel Hashem. Let's listen to this story. Hahu Bar Bovel, the Sarakla Aradi Yisrael. Wow, by the way, what a story to read on a day like this. There was a Jew from the Diaspora who came to Aradi Yisrael. A Jew from the Diaspora came to Aradi Yisrael. Nosiv Yisrael, he married a girl. Now the Gemara says he married a girl from Eretz Yisrael. Amrla, so they married. I guess it's not the Sharabrach, it's only Sharabrachos. Bashili li talfi. He asked her for two talfi. Now, in Babylonian tongue, two talfi means two pieces of meat. Two pieces of meat. Bashili li talfi. She made for him two lentils. Two lentils. Rosach he got very upset at her. He got upset at her because he felt that she was just being not nice to him. She, he didn't pick up on the, on the language barrier. Amr Allah, the next day he said to her, Bashili li griva. Make for me a griva. Griva is a measure. He said, make for me a certain measure for, for dinner. Bashila li griva. She meant, she made an enormous amount of food. Once again, once again, language barrier. Amr Allah, zili aisili tre butsini. He said to her, go bring me two butsinim. Butsinim are melons. In, in Bavel, a butsini is, is melons. Go bring me two melons. Az lis vaisili tre shragi. Well, apparently in Eretz Yisrael, Botsini meant lanterns, lamps, lamps. She brought him two lamps. At this point, he gets so upset. Amrla, zili tavri yasun aresha debava. Now listen to what he said to her. He said to her, go smash the lamps on the gate. Reisha debava, at the front of the gate. In other words, get out, I, I don't want this stuff. Right, go smash it. She hears this. What did she do? Have Yosef bava ben buta abava. Who is sitting at the entranceway of the gate? None other than the great sage Baba Ben Buta, Dina, and he was adjudicating the case. So this lady, wanting to realizing the marriage is off to a rocky start, so she wants to make her husband happy. My husband asked me to go ahead and take the two lanterns and smash them on Baba. She assumes what's Baba? What's Baba? Baba Ben Buta. Baba Ben Buta. So you have to imagine this. She goes over to the great sage, the one of the Gidoli Hadar. Baba Ben Buta, and she smashes the two lamps on his head. So Baba Ben Buta says, Amrullah, da'avarata. So he asks her, like, politely, like, what's up? 
It's a loose translation, right? But you know what? What? What, what exactly is going on? No yelling, no screaming, no anger. Just asking, what's going on over here? Amrale kachtsi vani bali. She says, look, my husband told me to take the two the two lanterns and smash them on the head of Baba. So I assumed it meant Baba Bemuta. So Baba Bemuta realized what was happening here. Amr la'at asis ritzon ba'aleich. You're just trying to make your husband happy. Hamakom yotzi mimeich shnei bani ki Baba Bemuta. Kosh should reward you with two sons like Baba Bemuta. An incredible say. So I was like, what is that? That's a novel. Baba Bemuta would have been within his right to say, what's the matter with you? You don't go ahead and start smashing stuff on people's heads. Whether you know them or you don't know them, you don't do it. What do you see about Baba Bemuta? So refined and so restrained and so non-reactionary in his approach. So again, we quote the Gemara Masech Shabbos. This is the story of Hillel being patient with the constant people who are trying to annoy him and upset him. Hillel never lost his cool. Despite the fact that he felt he was so humble, he realized that he did not reach the true level of humility. I used to think that I was humble. But once I saw Rabbi Abba of Akko, Rabbi Abba, Abba, Rabbi Abba of Akko, Tamar Ihu Chad Taima, Va'amur Amoroi Chad Taima Velo Kapil. Listen to this. It's a crazy story. Rabbi Abba had a Turgaman, right? Uh, we call it like a translator, but it really means, um, what's the better word for Turgaman? He's like, what? An orator. Good, his orator, right? In other words, that, that the, the Rebbe would say something, but often he would say it in complex terms. It was the job of the Torgamon to go ahead and reinterpret it and reframe it in more simple terms. More simple. What is it? Like an understanding. But, but his job was to take a complex concept, right, and go ahead and, and distill it down so that it was digest, intellectually digestible by the masses. So listen to this. Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba, and they call this an Amora. Rabbi Abba had an Amora, and listen to the chutzpah of this Amora. Rabbi Abba would say, would say a concept, the Amora would say something different. He, he would reinterpret. He would reinterpret. I think it's better stated like this, and what happened below Kappen. And Rabbi Abba wouldn't get angry. Rabbi Abba wouldn't get angry. So I will say, when Rabbi Abba saw the patience and the humility of Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba, right? Rabbi Abba thought that he was humble. And then he saw the behavior of Rabbi Abba, he realized, Amina, love and basana ana. I'm not so humble after all. So Rabbi Abba said, with Ramchal, with a Rebbe, whose we have to be by his side today. What the Rebbe is teaching us is something so incredibly amazing. This second part of cognitive humility, which is the ability to weather insult without reactions. You don't have to say something. You don't have to respond. Whether you realize it or not, those responses, especially the ones that are swift and harsh, that's a manifestation of gaiva. That's arrogance. But someone who's humble could take a couple of knocks to the ego, doesn't have to lose his cool, and doesn't have to get down in the mud with someone who is behaving inappropriately. That, the Rebbe says, is the second chilek of Anava. We should be zochem the schos of coming to the Rebbe's resting place here in Tiberi. We should be zochem Eretz Hashem to learn his Torah for many, many years to come. But just as important as learning it, we should be zochem Eretz Hashem to internalize it. Chavre will take a few minutes, everyone can say to Hillim, and then Eretz Hashem will move to Rabbi Akiva. Hmm.